Southern Pentecostal Baptist Snake Handler. There is a string of words. I packed my suitcase and yep, it's a cult. Let's get out of here. Where do you keep pulling those sandwiches from? <laughs> Not over here at Coney Island. We got all kinds of cops. Why would you stick it? Like, I don't know what having a stroke looks like. How old is Damien Wayne? He's, he's, he's way too chauvinistic. I mean, like, isn't that the ultimate chauvinistic thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't like women so much. I'm asleep with them. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second, because I might freeze you on accident. Ooh, that should be interesting. Guess I okay, should wait, be glad I'm is. not your stepbrother. I don't want their money. Money good. Charlie wrote that part. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely wrote this one. Oh, I don't think, think I wrote He like keep calling him a, 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 di a pasta dish. Tastes like potato salad and Mountain Dew. Welcome back to King of the World Chat. Today, you've probably had some long days, but what about one that lasted a whole year? I know people are getting tired of superheroes and even anti-heroes, but now the heroes really are becoming villains? And everybody loves a good crossover, but if this one is true, then HBO might be sip. Then Atria... Fuck, I messed that up. I wrote that wrong, Boy, too. did you? But if this one is true, then HBO might be sitting on a massive opportunity. I don't know where that will go. The first one to finish will be good. All right. Time for a new bit. What is a cult that pretends it's not a cult? Mormons. Mormons? Yeah. So religion? No, specifically Mormons. Specifically but I guess, Mormons. I guess. And definitely Scientology. Sports teams? Uh, yeah, those are fandoms, definitely cults. Fandoms, I mean. The sports teams, fandoms. Well, yeah. do they pretend they're not a cult? We're they usually we're usually we're usually pretty aware of what we are as fans of sports. Although I think that uh, it might upset some people, but I think your first answer is uh, in the ballpark. Not specifically Mormons, but just like I think religion in general. A lot of the times could uh, be a I cult. Mean, that's all. That's all cults. It could be a cult that pretends it's not a cult. That's a good question. What is a cult? A group of people who come together and believe in some ridiculous shit. A system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. A god. A misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. Still in the ballpark. Yeah. Veneration. Yeah. That's a good word. What the fuck does that mean? You have to look that one up. That's a that's a word I don't know. Great respect or reverence. So it's like devotion, basically. Veneration. Sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> that, that does not sound pleasant in any shape or form. Let's see what the top answer is. The Herbalife Company. Despite okay. being accused of being a pyramid scheme, they continue to function similarly. Organic foods, too, really. Let me tell you about new Invigoron berries. <laughs> oh my god, Invigoron. Invigoron. The Duggar family. Scientology. That was the third answer. You win. Yeah. You got one of the top answers. Apparently that's how you win that game. We try to guess. If we get one of the top answers, then uh, you win. And since it's Scientology, that means Tom Cruise is going to probably try to come slap me with a lawsuit. If we were the kind of show that awarded points, you would have them. Southern Pentecostal Baptist Snake Handlers. There is a string of words that might sound not, absolutely insane. Oh, yes, you do. Those are the churches where they're letting, they let snakes uh, bite them. 
That I did not know about that. You've never seen a video about a church? No. Where, oh man, it's based on um, was it Paul that uh that like they got bit he by his crushed the head of the adder with his heel? I thought. No, I think that was like not a euphemism. I think thing about Metaphor. Jesus. Yeah, there you go. Metaphor. Pentec Southern Pentecostal Baptist snake handlers. That's a mouthful. So does that mean there are northern Pentecostal snake handlers that are like okay? Uh yeah, but they don't they don't go to church. They don't get dressed up. Every cult denies they're a cult. True and real. Say, yeah, Texas A and M. Yeah, no, that is a confirm for sure. This is a international subreddit. This is one of the biggest subreddits on the fucking website. And Texas A&M is, the, that's fantastic. Man, that made my whole day. Yeah, dude, it's not just Texans that recognize they're crazy. Like, my, mom, my mom likes to tell us the story about when I visited there as a high school senior. It was a one night sleepover tour. I hated it. When she came to pick me up the following day, I was waiting at the curb, sitting on my packed suitcase. I hopped immediately in the car, and the first thing I said was, it's a cult. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cult. Let's get out of here. I am imagining Bobby Hill saying all this. All right, do your best to be Bobby Hill and uh, say that. I packed my suitcase immediately, and sat, and as soon as my mom came out, yep, it's a cult. Let's get out of here. And then she took me to Whataburger, and I told her all about it. There's an episode of uh, <laughs> this jar. <laughs> yeah, dude. You, I met a member of the core this last week. Speaking of oh, the jar. Oh, God. I told Ninja Cat about some of the things that the, the cult does, but I did not tell her about the jar. Spare your parents. Don't tell them about the jar. If you unless know about the jar. Unless you're, uh, one of your parents was in uh, the core at A&M. And then and ask then, them about the jar. Oh, yes. And do it at Thanksgiving or something. You know, like when the whole family's there. Real interesting conversation, for sure. Hank, are y'all with the cult? Cult member. It's not a cult. It's an organization that promotes love and, yeah, this is it. Yep. Yep. There's a... There's an episode of, uh, I think it's the episode where, um, there's an episode of King of the Hill where, well, I can't remember her name all of a sudden. What is, uh, Hank Hill's wife's name? Peggy. Peggy. Where Peggy goes to, uh, she needs to explain what a period is to Bobby and she takes him to Whataburger to have the conversation with oh, him. Yeah, that's what she does every time she needs to have a big conversation with him. She takes him to Whataburger. Yeah, I'm 98 percent sure that that was a Whataburger reference in uh, have you in the beginning of um, Resident Evil Biohazard? If what? you played that in the trash I mean, can, yeah. I believe it's based in it's either in Louisiana or it's in Texas. But if it was in Louisiana, it's close enough to the border to Texas. There's a a trash can in the kitchen, and in the kitchen in the trash can is an orange and white striped uh, cup fast food cup i was like oh yep that's a horizontal or vertical horizontal i mean vertical yeah that, that vertical ver vertical yeah i was like yeah i was like if it's horizontal then nah but vertical yeah up and down yeah okay there, there's only one cup in america that looks like that i'm sure watch like some freaking weirdo on the internet be like not over here at Coney Island. We got all kinds of cops. 
I don't know anything about Coney Island other than it's probably not a place I want to be. Well, as you can see, Hype is now currently having a stroke, and I should probably call him an ambulance. But let's see how many twitches we can get before. Why would you stick it? Like, I don't know what having a stroke looks like. I'm pretty sure it doesn't look like that. My legit, my family legit shunned me when I said I didn't want to go there because it was a cult, thereby proving it's a cult. Let me say, wow, your family kicked you out? Holy crap. We don't oh. talk about Sarah. She said that this is the cult. Oh, the dog came in. Everybody on the floor. Yeah, exactly. The dog. Yeah, except they wouldn't call it the dog. No, oh, dude, I, I would get killed there so quickly. If I came in, that dog got on my bed, dude. I'm just kidding. Sheep can be on the bed all he wants. My cousin went there. Not that collie. Oh, there's really? only one. Yeah, I'm going to say there's only yeah. one. What is the single greatest animated series of all time? The animated series, Batman. I was going to say the same thing. Like Early Pan Simpsons, Pan. also very good. Looney Tunes. Batman, like... the animated series, is the third answer. Fuck third. Yeah. Third? Behind Looney Tunes and uh, Early Simpsons. Oh, Early Simpsons. Man, people really hate on the new stuff. People I guess it's just Bart's. Yeah. It's not what I remember it to be. I remember. Maybe that's your problem. You spend too much time looking backwards, you never see what's coming forward. That's why mm -hmm. I always walk backwards with a mirror. Seems I don't remember like, which way is Seems like which. walking forward with extra steps. With the Mario movie having come out, uh, the trailer for it anyway, a couple weeks ago, uh, get you thinking about uh, stories and how they get adapted from one medium to the other. Video games and movies uh, don't always have the best relationship. But it's more of like a really love-hate relationship. It's usually either good or it's shit. There's not a lot of in-between there. But Better what about, odds if it's animated. But what about with comic books? Well, you would think that would translate over pretty well. And it usually does. At least DC freaking kills it in the animated world. And Marvel does well in the uh, in their IRL. But once I was going to say, weren't some of the first billion-dollar movies, box offices like DC, I mean, a fucking not DC, Marvel Universe movies? Yeah. Comic yeah, books, they translate really well. But Marvel's really limited itself, though, dude. Because let's be honest, the problem with Mar what Marvel's medium is they hire like too many people that you know want to take the mask off, and that's a huge problem in uh, in hero movies. Everybody want I want my face to be seen. Like, yeah, I I'm get, not sure that's that do. it's them that want that pulled off, but like, but they pay somebody to uh, they pay big name actors, and then they don't want to basically not get the their money's worth. It could be that I'm sure in some cases though it is the actor being like. You know, insistent. Props to the ones that actually have them keep it on, like uh, Judge Dredd or um, The Mandalorian. Yeah. Man, how is it that every time we get to talking about something that did something right, it's like nine times out of ten, it's The Mandalorian? Just one of the most recent things that didn't absolutely suck dick. Didn't shit the bed. It did not, dude. And it did it well all the way through. Like Pretty much. Book of Boba Fett was awesome. Can't say the same for Obi-Wan. Uh, Still haven't seen any of that. Eh, it's hard to watch. 
You know what we should do sometime that would actually be a pretty good exercise? Let's try to find things we don't like about the Mandalorian. It's going to be tough. I mean, there's, there's things I don't like about the Mandalorian. All right, shoot. I don't like how often they took his helmet off. But it was good because it, like, actually made you understand the gravitas of, uh... Yeah, but his, doing it twice was bullshit. Like his faith in the Mandalorian religion. Also, kudos on him for being honest. Yeah, there was no need for him to do that, but it just shows his, like, devotion. His veneration. Cult. It was. It was. The, the, what, the... Fucking Mandalorian from like the more modern group. The, sh the one that had was going to get the dark saber. The one that wanted the dark saber. Oh, she yeah. did call I them a cult. Her name, but I still can't. It's weird. They, she did call them a cult. Yeah, that's because yeah, you got to remember she's royal, so she looks down her nose on everybody. That is probably true to some extent that it's like that, but I think it's not unfair for her at all to call it a cult either. It's pretty cult like. It was badass, though, the way they kept saying, this is the way, or it yeah. is the way. This is the way. But it that's definitely cult-like. Oh, yeah. Hey. No, I'm not a big Ahsoka Katan fan, though. I'm so sick of all the Secret Apprentice crap. Like, uh, every time you turn around, Vader has, like, 400 fucking Secret Apprentices. So at this point, he's pretty much led his own Sith army. You want to know what I think about army. I think causes that to some extent. You remember Copium. how you remember how I mean a little bit. You remember how in um The Walking Dead came out originally in the comic books, uh what's his name? Rick gets his arm cut off. Yeah. They said they right, wouldn't really regretted do that. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like Star Wars made a decision to have all the Jedi killed off and to only have a few Sith, and then they were like, this was a bad idea for, <laughs> for merchandising. <laughs> we need to be able to have more of these. Yeah, but once again, you still could have done the merchandising thing and just left it as it was. It's not a big deal. Because when they went back and did the Old Republic stuff, that, there was your merchandising, you know? I still don't. I still don't think that you know. Now it doesn't make sense that there haven't been really a kind of revival because once again, clearly the Jedi that were there, you know, they weren't all having kids like at all. So they were coming from somewhere, and I feel like that wouldn't have stopped. You know what I mean? Yeah, but eh, it's one of those deals, you know. Like that's the big thing about like. You know, because it's always supposed to be balanced, light and dark, and which, you know, is it? It's okay. You know. Here, keep talking for a second. I'm trying to get rid of the green lines that appear when you talk. The oh, you mean down at the bottom? I think I got it, or did I not? Are they still showing up? Which should show up on the bottom. Like, it's no, we're not... good. We're good. We fixed it. I fixed it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka, like, as a character herself, I actually like the character. I don't like, I'm with you, I don't like the whole, like, because that's Luke's first apprentice, right? Ahsoka? Yeah. No, that's Anakin's apprentice. Oh, right, right, right. She, uh, she hid before the, um, 
Yeah. But then she sort of becomes... Yeah, by the way, Vader sucks at his job, apparently. He can't... Like, he's supposed to extinguish all the Jedi. Nah, they're alive everywhere. You just gotta look. Go step on a rock, there's a lightsaber. Like, I mean, like, come on. That's why I hate all the rewrites, And he must man. be too cheap, because if he had been willing to pay bounty hunters, they would have caught him for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, speaking was, of... Was, well, Boba Fett was supposed to have done all that, but once again, they kicked all that. So, is it true anymore? No one knows. Speaking of Jedi and killing them and um, lightsabers and bounty hunters and all that and MMOs, which is something we talk about fairly frequently on this show. It's part of what the name of the show, where that comes mm-hmm. from. Uh, I saw something not too long ago that I knew of for um, a while when it first came out, but I'd never like heard it like this. You remember the uh, old school, um, not the Jedi. If you were to ask somebody today, what is a Star Wars MMO? They're going to tell you about the Old Republic, right? Yeah. But you remember uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Mm-hmm. We uh, didn't have it until it was... Uh, Aust- Actually, didn't Austin buy Star Wars Galaxies? Yeah, because I thought it was the only one that played it because I didn't yeah. play it. He tried to play it for a little while, but it was already after they had... Uh, there was an update that came out. There was a patch... Not a patch. There was an expansion that after that happened, it basically... Uh, killed the game. Everyone hated it after that. And um, one Sounds of the cool, about right. you had to do uh, a lot to unlock a force sensitive class in that game. And Jedi mm-hmm. were so rare that um, apparently they were pretty powerful. But if you died three times, I think it was, then your character got permadeath basically and could only spawn as a force ghost. And that was the only one you could have on your account. But they were very powerful. That's still stupid. Uh, it's a bad decision design-wise, but it's pretty cool. It's ballsy. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to say, you said the thing that killed the game is pretty cool. No, what killed the game was when they changed away from that. Oh. Damn, I got to take some my pro from my life. Freaking mouse hurting. Ugh. I do not want to take the codeine no more. Do not like it. Star Wars Galaxies uh, did some things that it was like when MMOs were still new enough that they really hadn't been figured out yet. And mm-hmm. I think they tried some things that just you would never see in an MMO today, but uh, were pretty cool. They had a lot of non-combat-based uh, classes, yeah. like actual yeah. traders and the way the shipbuilding worked in that game. It was really cool. I remember when uh, one of my friends from class would tell me about it all the time. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, I feel like more MMOs would, you know, benefit for something like that where they like, you know, have non-combat roles like where it's just like trading between where like there's an actual thing to do between like crafters and stuff. Yeah, like resources and whatnot, like running businesses, trade routes. You would think New World would have been a good setup for that the way they were. Almost... Yeah, but it's Amazon. That's the problem. Amazon, yeah, 
Amazon knows how to have a good idea, and then that's about it. At least they can get you your package in like two or three days. If you were going to play a non-combat role, in an uh, it, like let's say you could make your own, mm-hmm. like um, in a in an MMO like that, what would you like to play? Besides a crafter or a merchant, like because that seems pretty obvious. I'm trying to think of something. The only that thing that comes think... to mind is hooker at this point. Like... Well, I mean, they had dancers in Star Wars. Um... There you go. They've already got hooking in the game. So the I Star mean, Wars like, what else do you need? Your character essentially would get stress built up from combat. And the only way to relieve it was to go to a cantina and watch dancers. <laughs> eh. Viable. Uh, let's see. I wonder if the musicians. I guess governing offices. Oh, God. Like, that yeah, would, that, would, that wouldn't that go just, bad. No, not at all. You want to talk about cults? It sounds yeah. like WoW guilds back in the day. It looks like a cult, but secretly it's just a way to get uh, two people uh, Thunder Fury. Yeah. And the Hand I mean, of Ragnaros. I have a few Sulfuric ingots, but I don't have the Eye of Sulfurious yet. And you've got some, you got a binding, don't you? You've got well, the right half. Working on the left. Also got 40 frost shadow frost say, How shards. close are you to getting uh, shadow more? If it's a good week this coming Tuesday, I'm done for the, that grinding. Be. It is pretty cool what you get when you uh, kill uh, Arthas the first time with it. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Then I'm going to craft it again and sell the Arcus Death Charger. That's a pretty cool mount, despite that it's kind of like low res texture wise. And it doesn't fly. Yeah. That, I would use it a lot more if it flew. I should use it more on classes that aren't my Death Knight. Just to confuse people. I'm saying it's um you can use the red version of the armor with pretty much any plateware. Yeah, you can. I'll tell you what so I red, thought about today. Go ahead, my bad. I'm sorry. Good, no, you good. What I thought about today just now is like uh, I remember when Wrath first came out, and then there were Arcos, Acros Death Chargers everywhere because everyone mm-hmm. had Death Knight. We're about to see that again with Evoker. There's <laughs> about to be Evokers everywhere. Oh yeah, I'm oh, gonna yeah. play one at some point just to try it out. As yeah, I'm, I'm sure saying, you I'll are. Yeah, I'm gonna try, but eh, my demon hunter is my that's my bread and butter. That's what I am. That's what I've my favorite class. So you know what I wish? The, what I wish, and they wouldn't do it because um, I think it's basically advertising for them. I mm-hmm. wish that uh, their PTR was handled kind of like. Uh, what I imagine most PTRs are like, but the only one I can think of that I know of for sure is Sea of Thieves, where you're not allowed to talk about it at all. Um, I wish that uh, the alpha and the beta and all that was not given to streamers and YouTubers, and that basically they actually paid testers and they had to be quiet, and then we would get an actual release of the game where... Well, okay. I want to say I wish we got a blind release of the game, but the problem yeah, is... You can't do that with WoW. They don't do well with that kind of well, thing. Well, they ignore the feedback most of the time anyway. It's the problem, so... 
I would prefer point. not to have like I just I was watching a video with Bellular the other day where he was talking about like this and that and the other and I'm like man they've all basically like played like 90% of the expansion or what comes out on release anyway before it even gets out and then because of the streaming like like so many people have seen it so like I just think that uh, that's kind of a bummer. Oh, we tried to play yeah. some Overwatch last night. Yeah, that game's still terrible. I think it's less terrible when you know, like, uh, some of the, the thing is, like, that game is not very friendly for, like, just jumping in and playing. Like, and the more champions that get added, and they should add more champions, like, the worse that problem gets because it's, less accessible at the beginning when you're like, you don't know how to counter. You don't know mm -hmm. what units are good or bad. And as we saw the problem with that game in some matches is like God, not having a swap in the middle of the game when your tank quits, like Jesus Christ, we literally yeah. could not get out of the spawn room there. Yep. That just feels bad, man. I also think it was a terrible idea for them to make the decision to try and like water down everybody's abilities and try to sort of make them all more um, ubiquitous or like a more homogenized where like, like the death times, definitely the time to kill is much, much faster. Like you die way faster now, even as a tank. Yeah. It feels bad. I feel like they've uh, like, like they killed everything that made Overwatch unique. Cause I used to love that game. Yeah, it it just it, the first one. The first one was all right. Like once again, still bad game. But I, I'm just not an Overwatch person. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy first person shooters generally. Yeah, um, I'm not real big on shooters anymore either. Maybe we're just getting old, dude. It's like uh, first person shooters, like. It needs to be campaign driven for me to give a fuck. I was about to say Doom was good, but yeah, go. I'm gonna say like, yeah, and it's fast paced, and it's like you know, but all this like, yeah, it's like that was fun when I was like you know, fourteen, fifteen, but eventually as you grow up, you're like, I'm tired of being a grunt, you know. I am not a front lines guy. I've been around long enough. I should be leading the army. Hence why I play RTSs, but. I remember that um, idea that it came out a long time ago. I can't remember what the game is called, but it was like an RTS where you could also play like as a first-person shooter. Battlefield 2 was kind of like that, I guess, and when you got the commander involved. Yeah, closest thing I know to being a... It really was technically third-person, but it'd be Brutal Legend. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, but there was supposed to be a, um, a first-person shooter that was based on... Um, an RTS where you could actually have people play as the ground units. You know, but, Eve Online had some things where, because when I was yeah. doing uh, Valkyrie, yeah, Valkyrie, it was uh, we were deciding like they were basically loaded up things that you went in and you did like and kind of decided, you know, some it things might have been it. Eve that did that with shooters as well with some of the ground. I wars. didn't know Eve had first person shooter. I thought it was all space. 
I thought like eventually all- they had. I could be confused, but I thought they had like ground wars for like the some of the Eve has tried some things, man. I've never been into Eve online, but you have to give it to them. Too Those- much time. Yeah, way too much. Time. But I gotta hand it about- to them. They're trying stuff, man. That's good to yeah. see. Man, my nose is. <coughs> You know, he used to be the right one that was bugging the shit out of me. Now it's the left one that's really starting to give me the. What? But I feel like that's something. Hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. Back. I feel like if I had a dry socket, I'd really know it. Yeah, I feel like you're probably being paranoid. As always, I am. Dude, I just don't like having surgery. I hate that shit. I can't really think of anyone who enjoys it, but still. I think that's a pretty fair statement. Yeah, I feel like an exposed nerve would probably hurt when I drink. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, so I finally finished Long Halloween. Oh, you finished the comic? Yep. I read it years ago, but it's been so... Well, I don't know if I read that years ago. I'm going to be honest, it seemed, parts of it seemed familiar, but if I read it, I don't remember really when. I read it a long time ago. Speaking of story adaptations and days that last a whole year... Batman, The Long Halloween. It was a comic in the 1996, I think is when it came out. And the movie came out, the animated movie, in 2021. I think it's the 15-year anniversary. It is a, in which there are two different takes. What did you uh, like more? What did you like more, the comic or the, as if I didn't know already, the comic or the the movie? Comic was better. I agree. I think it'd be hard for it not to be like... So should we? So actually, then is it that the adaptation is always bad? Usually, usually. There's got to be something where the adaptation is better than the original. Mm, let me think. I cannot think of anything along those lines where the remake would be better than the original because the original needs to be good in order for the remake to even exist. I don't think anybody that's actually read them would say it's better. But um, there was probably more people that saw the movies for Lord of the Rings than actually read the books if you were going to do that as a metric, which I wouldn't. But you could make the argument that if more people watched the movies than read the books, that that was better. Um, That's probably the closest I could get to saying, which is a pretty big stretch. I'm sure there's some kind of adaptation that's better than the original. If you could think of something, you should let us know down in the comments. If you can, then that means there is no such thing. And uh, we were 100% correct, as usual. Yeah, that that would seem about right. And that is a scientific fact. Proven. So, Comics better than the movie. We're both agree on that. What did you like? Uh, uh, By the way, we're going to spoil the shit out of this. So, if you had to summarize the story of Batman the Long Halloween in two sentences. Very confusing. One long convoluted case. Killer strikes on holidays. Batman and Jim Gordon (laughs) try to figure it out. (laughs) That was a very simple 
summarization. Yep, that's about as that's about as simple as you can make that. It's a it's a very the comic dude. It gets way more convoluted than the than the movie did. The movie it definitely does, and I like the ending in the comic way more. Yeah, because like it's a more the, of a horror story too, since it's a Halloween, and with it being the long Halloween, I definitely feel like the ending of the comic book was like. Mm-hmm creepy and some of the panels it definitely nailed that like a halloween type feel yeah uh so you talk about the way that it's yeah so like we're not going to summarize we're not going to go over the whole like story line by line or anything like that there's a killer that keeps killing people starting on halloween and then after that it's always on holidays there's um a lot of villains from the rogues gallery show up in this one Mm mm-hmm which was very cool to see. Yep. Like pretty they, much all the big ones make uh, some appearance. A lot of the major players. You get to see the Riddler in the comic book, which you don't get to see in the movie. Yep. The Joker is not involved at all. He's uh he's in yeah, no. Um he's mm. in the uh he shows up in one scene in the movie though. Oh yeah, when they're walking through the when they're walking through Arkham. And now he shows up uh towards the end when they get into the big fight, the gunfight in the Falcone um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. When didn't let everybody out. In the context of adaptations, I guess we've already stated that we thought that the original was better than the adaptation. Mm-hmm. But the, that's to be clear. You enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie. Movie's great. And we should say movies because it's two parts and it's nearly three hours if you watch both parts. And maybe that is part of the whole problem when you adapt things to movie. At least I don't know when you do the reverse, but like. Anytime you're trying to distill something down, well, that's what, 13 comics? Yeah, 13. Anytime you try to take something and shove it down into two hours, it seems impossible. And in this case, it literally was. They made two one-and-a-half-hour movies out of it. It still couldn't cover it all. Exactly. But they did a pretty good job of hitting a lot of the... uh, the details, like it's some of the lines of dialogue are directly taken from panels in the comic book. What did you like about the movie? I didn't have to read it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's why most people watch Lord of the Rings instead of reading it as well. But I mean, it's the truth. It is easier to watch things. Okay. Well, there you go. The adaptation is better for that. Well, uh, something you said a second ago, if I was going to take a crack at what the movie might've done better, um, and it's not necessarily better, but it is true, I think, in the way you said it a second ago. You said that uh, it gets a little more convoluted in the comic book. I do feel mm. like the movie was a more simplified version. Something that the long Halloween does really well. We, we, I thought about when we were talking about the Batman, the movie that came out in 2022 with the Battinson, which mm. might have been a, I wouldn't call it a loose adaptation of the long Halloween, but it definitely is in the same ballpark. It's Batman is very new. This is technically it. The long Halloween is technically year two is what people call it. Um, as far as if you look up things about the comic itself, uh, and Batman is definitely very new still. So I think that's a common thread. Um, like you said, the Selena Kyle being, uh, the bastard child of Carmine Falcone is uh definitely and speaking of like just to get this out of the way real quick I was not a huge fan of Gotham in general I know you enjoyed it more than I did the show that was uh the live action show but god okay. it irritated the shit out of me every time I heard 
Falcone. I'm like, Falcone. yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, they did Falcone. a lot of did like, a lot of things that were annoying. How did no one on the set like? No, like, I, I don't know, dude. I didn't care for that Alfred either. Kevin Smith was on that set. You know, there's an Alfred like show on uh, HBO now, don't yeah, you? Yeah, Pennyworth. I, I haven't I saw watched that it at all. I haven't either. I was like, that looks interesting. Though I'm gonna be honest, how interesting? Because once again, it depends on what origin you're doing. Like, yeah. Nowadays, it's like he was former MI6, former SAS, former like. He's all almost this certainly thing. that, if I had to guess, in the HBO show. As it were, I like classic Alfred, who's like he learned to do everything because he's a butler, and he's a butler, and is the guy he works for is literally going out and dressing up like a bat at night. He's like, well, we got to figure this out. Like, I loved the beginning of the movie. How um, it starts off on Halloween, obviously. So um, a couple of times we see uh, Alfred with a bowl of candy, which is uh, a bar full size candy bars. It, so that's the kind of house, of course, that the Wayne Manor is. Uh, Batman comments that nobody has been coming to uh, trick or treat at their house for a long time, and I'm like, well, have you, have you seen the road leading up to their house? Like, you gotta yeah. fucking take time out of your work week to take the kids. Yeah, right. You gotta you gotta plan a trip. Get, you need a Sherpa to lead you up the mountain right. and an alpaca to put your uh, belongings on. But they've got full size candy bars. Speaking of, um, what is uh, what was uh, what's the best and the worst? Oh, did that just change? What? Okay, I I, I accidentally resized OBS, and I didn't know if that affected your uh, you're good. Um, there nothing changed on my end. Speaking of full size candy bars, what uh, what's your favorite Halloween candy to get? The best and the worst. If you can think of the worst, too. You know what is one of the worst things for me? What? Anytime you would find fucking loose candy corn. Who the fuck does that? I don't know. Just candy corn in general. I always hated the fake body part candies. They're always off brand. And they're always weird looking. And they taste funky. Like... They taste like feet. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's gross. Now, getting getting those crunch bars... Crunch bars are the tits. Oh, yes. I love crunch bars. Indeed. Choco Chunk. That was the bar that was in uh, in Alfred's bowl. His full-size bars. Yeah. The Choco Chunk. Is it just a flex if you're giving away full-size bars? I don't think that's a flex. I think that's just the spirit of Halloween. It's probably a tax write-off is what it probably is. <laughs> I'm going to say, well, yeah, not for our tax bracket. But. I'm fixing to say, once you get into that tax bracket, there's a form. There's a box on your form that says full-size candy bars at Halloween. Check. Yeah. It just it actually just says not that fun-size bullshit. For plebs. For the poors. For the poors. That's your charity. That's what they list as charity for the end of the year. They're like, I give a, yes, I give away full-size candy bars to uh, the neighborhood rats. <laughs> My... <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I spoke to someone uh, not that long ago who uh, in a somewhat affluent neighborhood nearby or here in Austin, Texas, and um, 
uh, this this person sort of told me that uh, they get a lot of trick-or-treaters there. And I think the implication was that they were like, like migrants, like not like not that they were immigrants, but like that they lived in another part of the city and they were coming to trick or treat mm. there. And I'm like, oh yeah, almost certainly, because uh, we would do that. Like, who oh, wouldn't yeah. do that? You like go to the promised land? You go or to the promised land, absolutely. For sure. You go to the yuppie and we neighborhood. Never once worried about anybody putting drugs in it. Oh no, but apparently that's still a thing. Yeah, parents are idiots. No one's no one's spending money on drugs to give to kids. It's just not happening. <laughs> yeah, drugs are too expensive to be wasting on the brats. Like you buy drugs for yourself. That's who you buy them for. <laughs> They're for you. I oh, man, to I just up. picked up a whole twenty hits of acid. I can't wait to hand these out. <laughs> yeah, no, that motherfucker's in his garage in space. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Bow, wow, bow, bow, exactly. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> oh God! Imagine walking in there and seeing a cat rigged up, and it's like, oh my God, they're cheesing. He's handing out the candy and having a great time. He's like, oh, dude, God. there's fucking monsters that keep coming. Oh, yeah. to, they keep coming to the door, so I, I just, I, I ran out of candy. I just give them whatever I've got in my house, man. I'm afraid, like, <laughs> the sacrifice must be made. I used to have a 401k, and then a bunch of fucking little ghosts started showing up at the door, and now I don't have a retirement plan. No, my assets are liquidated. Shouldn't have gave away all that acid uh, that I spent my hard-earned money on. <laughs> I shouldn't have put all 20 hits in my pocket and ran through the sprinklers. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, just ridiculous. Forget acid <laughs> Easter. That's acid Halloween. Right. <laughs> man, one time, speaking of uh, Halloween and Halloween candy... Mm -hmm. Our younger brother, he had a Darth Maul mask. Oh, Actually, yeah. where did that Darth Maul mask come from? I don't remember where that thing came from, but it was creepy as hell. Uh, yeah, it was a good Darth Maul mask. But he put that on, and then he put like a... It was like just a, he wrapped up in a long black just robe. A giant, like was it wasn't even a robe. It was like a giant black piece of cloth that we had. Yeah, he just and, wrapped him up in. And he just like sat in a lawn chair on the front porch with the bowl of candy in his lap. And he didn't even have to move a lot. Like he could just move just like his hand or yeah, just barely. Yeah. And parent dads, fathers were ready to, and not ready to, did abandon their yeah. children just and run off. off the porch. Like tripping over their own kids. Siblings pushing the other ones down. Like, dude, humans will do some crazy things when they're scared. Dude, you you know what's funny about that is uh, yeah. I actually was trick-or-treating. Um, I was in the promised land with uh, some of the boys, and Dad brought me back home. And when we pulled up, he's like, watch this, because I didn't know what was going on still. And he's like, Austin, that's Austin on the front porch. Oh, yeah. And we just sat across the street, basically, and watched people that run away from off. the porch. Oh, man, that was funny shit, dude. Track star just down. Dude, he made, okay, so some guy was carrying his kid. And he's like, and the kid was afraid of Austin. Like, 
It's just like a kid knew. A kid knew. And it was like, it's not in there. He sticks his hand in as soon as he did. He jumped. And man, that kid started wailing. And like, just started screaming. And dad goes, I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, oh, he's like, he he made me jump. And it scared the kid. I was like, oh, my God. He made a 40-year-old man jump. <laughs> uh, that kid's probably traumatized for life now. Oh, yeah. He saw his father. <laughs> like, just, just imagine that kid. That kid's sitting there like they're just uh, like he's having a sleepover or something. To that. It's like, oh, boy, we're going to watch Star Wars episode one. Okay. Darth Maul shows up <laughs> just as an episode flashbacks. You know, Timmy, he just you know, the bed on the jungle. Timmy's been a bedwetter ever since that, 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 that Halloween where his father showed himself to be a coward. I still think the best, though, was the brother that pushed his little sister down. My God, dude. Uh, I was like, I've That's never the seen. That's the best? That was the, dude, it was, you have no idea how fast that kid ran. I mean, dude, it was immediate. He sacrificed his sister. Dude, he shoved her down. Like, he just, boop, and then took off. I mean, like, he had to step into her. It wasn't like she was in the way. He, like, legitimately stepped over, pushed her down, then ran off. I was like, dude, that is some evil shit. Like, she's going to hate him forever. Well, maybe in retrospect, this was not such a good idea. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. Like, you, you see those videos of, like, uh, where people in haunted houses where, like, they run off and leave, like, their girlfriend or something. Yeah. Like, uh, that shit's real. I mean, when you get to see alive, it's just like, holy shit. That is like, this is what Halloween's for. <laughs> this is why I love this holiday. Uh, one of my favorite candies that I only ever see around Halloween. Candy um, corn. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's one you only see around Halloween, all right. Um, speaking of weird things about candy corn, our sister used to eat just the top part off of the candy I know, corn. isn't that so like, weird? Uh, which is gross. <laughs> like, uh, Halloween antics. I like the Tootsie Rolls that are um, the various colors, like the green mm -hmm. ones. I love the green Tootsie Rolls, and I only mm -hmm. ever see those. I hate regular Tootsie Rolls, but uh, those green or like Tootsie Rolls. like the blue rolls, ones or the... Those are okay. The yellow the ones, are, ones good. are good. The yellow ones are good. Yeah, yellow ones. The good. yellow ones and the Pink green ones are yeah, my yeah, favorite. Yeah. Fucking Alfred's <laughs> giving out the full-size candy bars, and like Bruce is like... What a stupid holiday. <laughs> and then he's like, Alfred's like, oh, yes, dressing yeah. up and instead causing fear. What a great idea, <laughs> basically. And then I was so great. He turns yeah. around and he's like, Alfred, are you just? And he's like, Alfred's just gone. And Batman's yeah. like, I hate it when he does that. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, that was fantastic. Only Alfred could pull that off. That was great, dude. That's actually why Batman does that to everyone. Dude, just because he just ghosts people. Speaking of, like, have you heard of the Ghost Maker? The Ghost Maker? Yeah, it's like Batman's, like, not like he's like arch rival. They both they both train together, and he has a different opinion on how to handle it. Because, like, on how to handle the Justice part, he kills mm -hmm. obviously. Of which Batman just like he gets mad because Batman always beats him and proves his point rather than you know, um, rather than you know just uh, the Ghost Maker being like you see this is what they do he's like this is why you're wrong and Batman's like always just like three steps ahead of him like <laughs> was he a martial arts guy 
Yes, he is. He was actually there, got. A, he was there like an a episode in the animated series about that? You remember the I, guy that Batman trained with? That um, was like. That. That is the ninja dude you're thinking of. That ninja was that, episode. Uh, so, like, would you think that character was based on him? No. No, 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 no. No. There's a mm. character in The Long Halloween that shows up in both the book and the the comic book and the movie. Ghostmaker's new. This is a character that uh, has a different adaptation in uh, the, the DC animated... In Batman the Animated Series. Mm. Uh, Gilda. Harvey Dent's yeah. wife. Yeah. She is a uh, Grace something in the uh, Batman the Animated Series. They changed her name. Yeah, yeah, but she's not she's not a killer like she is in the comic and yeah. movie. Yeah, she's not the uh, the holiday yeah. killer. But she just yeah. uh, well, no, she's not the only holiday killer in the movie. And, she is, which is part of the, the movie, reason that it's so much simpler. Right, but, once but again, also back, why it's not as good. It took her to Arkham, dude. That's another issue I have with the movie. Batman would have straight up. Took oh it yeah, off, no, I was gonna say. See, we were. I was gonna get there, and then you just went to straight the holiday killer. So I guess it's time to talk about that. It's like, yeah, yeah. Hold but the that's... thought. Hold that thought, though. God damn, I'm about to piss myself. God damn it, Leon! I can't help it. You know what you have to fucking drink right now? You know what I'm really bad at? Holding my thoughts. It's like I'm bad at holding my bits. <laughs> I've been through like six Gatorades. Ah, oh, much better, dude. Jesus. So on that I've been, point, uh, I've been holding that since the thirty-minute mark. Let's have a segment where we talk about your uh, your fucking bowel movements. <laughs> the thing about the uh, here's the thing about the Gilda Dent situation. Okay. One, it was more simplified in the movie because it's uh, only it's one holiday killer in the movie but that's also part of what makes it not as cool as the comic book because yep. at its core whether you're talking about the movie i mean the comic book the animated movie or if you were going to call the batman a loose adaptation this is like batman one of his first great detective cases it's when he they, they mm -hmm. even mentioned it in the movie where he's like oh i didn't realize that the batman would have to be a detective he thought he was just going to beat some villains into Scaring them, scare them straight, yeah. beat the shit out of them, and uh, didn't didn't realize that he would have to be a detective. Well, it turns out that uh, maybe he's not such a great detective because <laughs> uh, he doesn't even realize in the comic book that Gilda Dent was was one of the murderers, and he even talks to her. That's because Harvey did a really good job of covering her up. He did. In the end, dude, he goes to extreme lengths in the comic. In the like, uh, follow-up story, the Dark Victory, mm -hmm. someone, a calendar man, who is in this one as well, he's got big, uh, yeah, mad uh, Silence of the Lambs vibes with all the calendar mm -hmm. man scenes in the movie. Would you agree? Yeah. When they go to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, basically, he mentions at one point the holiday killer could have been a woman, and Harvey Dent, or Two-Face, freaks out and gets mad at him. And basically, because like you said, he's he's covering that up. Yeah, yeah. Because well, Holiday Killer was already he's like, look, he's like the gun. He's like everything the way it's done. He's like it's designed by he's like for a female. He's like the gun's designed for a female hand. He's like it's not. It's like it's not like you know what Harvey did. He's like the only part, the only female that uses any kind of guns like that supposedly is this is that, the comic book you're talking, right? Yeah. Well, in yeah. Nineties. 
Because they don't mention that at all in the in the modern. Yeah, because dude, it's like you know, uh, like there's the uh, I can't remember the terrorist lady. I was gonna say a woman could shoot uh, a desert eagle just as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But no, the the point was for it to be more stealthily hidden, like because it you know twenty two caliber in the in the story. And she puts a they put a uh, a baby baby yeah baby bottle fucking nipple over the end of the gun as a makeshift silencer. She basically learns all of her tricks to like hide, like scraping the serial number off the gun, which is a felony, by the way, uh, from Harvey Dent, her husband. Like, she's like, oh, I listened to all of your, she learned from all of his cases, like how to uh, get away with it. Apparently in the movie, she was a lawyer. Also, yes. Yeah. And she's not one of the killers in the, uh, no, she is. She just, uh, excuse me. She's, she's the, the only, only killer. killer in the movie. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Batman talks to her at the end. Yeah, that bothered me too. I was like, yeah, no, so he's just going to let her from. go? Like, that ain't justice. It's like she's fucking killing people, even if they're bad guys. Like, that's, you know. Yeah, that, say that just doesn't fly with Batman. It just doesn't. Yeah, like they got that massively wrong. I don't yeah. know why they would do that. I mean, say if that were the case, then Injustice, the movie, would have never gone the way it did because Batman would have just been fine with him killing the Joker. And also, if they were only going to make the movie, Long Halloween Part 1 and 2, if they were going to make it a two-parter, why didn't they just do the whole bit with, like, there being multiple, two holiday killers? If you were going to do it an hour and a half, I could see cutting that down. Let me put you this way. People that read comics or read in general tend to think as aware movie people are not there really to think. So you just think it was too complex? It's just too much. It's too much going on the screen, too much to follow, you know? And it looks like there's actually three in the comics if you you don't pay attention. There's there's three. Technically. Okay, so there's Harvey Dent when he's covering for Gilda. But Gilda's actually the second holiday Actually, he I should say, he doesn't... He doesn't know that she's doing it the first time either. She's no, like, that's why at the end she's like, oh, we had the same idea. She finds out. Yeah, like He was doing it. First one he kills is uh, Alberto. Yeah. Well, he thinks he, he did in the comic, at least in the show. He did. And he doesn't struggle with uh, with that second mind thing until the acid. Like he has. Yeah. What's it called? He has like he has a kind of a duality about like how things should go. There's some really cool things about the long Halloween that I think is actually probably why they chose it as like a starting point for the Batman movies with the Battinson to use as a uh, springboard. If you ask me, you know what I thought was cool about that? Mm-hmm. He has the the quarter that he flips and does everything yeah. on coin tosses right before when he's Harvey Dent, yeah. when he's Harvey Dent and he would actually be the good guy. I say a good guy because he's a district attorney in the first place. He's cheating people on those coin flips then. Once yeah. he becomes Two-Face, the coin flips become real. Yeah, they become honest. Yeah. As he becomes the bad guy, he becomes mm-hmm. honest in his two in his flips. Yeah. Funny how the coin, you know, had two different origins in the in both the movie and the uh, the comic. Because the coin in the movie is given to him by Batman, who is given to him from Falcone. As aware, uh, in the movie, or in the comics, it was given to Two-Face by his crazy-ass dad. Right. And another weird thing was Batman telling Carmine Falcone who he was. 
Yeah, I thought that was kind of stupid. That, I was too. like, dude, I was like, oh, no, no, you just can't, no. Yeah, because what if he pulls through? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, well, you fucked up now. It's rookie Batman still. Yeah, big time. You've got in uh, the uh, in all three in the comic adaptation. I mean, in the comic book, in the animated adaptation, and then in the Batman 2022, uh, you have the whole Thomas Wayne was involved with the Falcones in some capacity storyline. They really leaned heavily on that in the dark, in the long Halloween, because it's like acting like he's like a father figure to Bruce Wayne. I thought that was kind of bullshit. I'm not a fan of that personally. Well, that's because once again, they, uh, they make mention to that in the comic, but they didn't portray it in the movie. As aware in the comic, uh, Carmine Falcone, it's, it's like Bruce Wayne is the son that I never had. And he says that in front of Alberto. His yeah, real it's son, kind of a big deal. Which is why Alberto picks up the holiday killings. But I think he only ever actually does one of the kills mm-hmm. on uh, the uh, Maroni. He kills Maroni. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he takes credit for everybody else because... It makes him somebody, basically. Like, he wanted to be... He's the son of the biggest crime lord in Gotham. He wants to fill his shoes. He's never going to get to do that. He struggles with that. And something that's really big in The Long Halloween, in both versions, and in the Batman 2022 with the Battinson, you Mm. really see Gotham shift from, like, a crime underbelly that is, like, more traditional and, like, mob Mm. run to, like, what... Carmine Falcone calls the freaks, which are the ones that are like all brought on by Batman. Like yeah. uh, when the Riddler says in the movie to the Battinson, how he's like, I was inspired by you, like, which I thought they nailed. Cause it was like, yeah, you see that Batman realizes that, Oh, am I like causing this to some extent too? But that's another point in the animated series when they all put Batman on trial because of the new DA, she wants to go after Batman. And then she has to turn around and defend. She's like, look, she goes, I used to think that all of you were created by him. She's like, but the more I would go through it, she's like, all of you would be the exact way you are. Sure. The gimmick might be a little bit different. Yeah. She's like, but you all are who you are. And she goes, in reality, you probably all created him. It sort of does work like that. Honestly, he would have never done that. But you see, it's like in Christopher Nolan's Batman, it's escalation. Exactly. When, when Jim Ward's like, what do you mean by when they say he's like, we buy Kevlar, they buy armor piercing rounds. Yep. We buy, you know, like they every time. So like as bad as the crime fighter evolves, so does the crime. Which is probably you know? why we see all of the villains that we do see show up because it's like this one is really like bringing to light that, hey, if Gotham was a crime ridden place before, now it's a it's a show where everybody's got a gimmick. Everybody's got a character like mm-hmm. and you really do get to see everybody like really stand out like in their own poison ivy is very much like doing poison ivy shit fucking the uh, mm. scarecrow is uh doing it's also I, I feel like the horse scarecrow riding around on the horse was a reference to the uh the first christopher nolan batman movie he did he did that in the comic oh did he yeah, he rides around on the horse in the comic. That's that's pretty normal scarecrow. Okay, well then that's probably where they got that from also. Yeah. In the Christopher Nolan movie. Uh in the straw, yeah, but you see, uh that's another thing. Yeah, with the sewn up mouth too. That's another uh long Halloween reference. I thought him grabbing him by the arm in the movie 
and sticking the, the gas in his own in face. His mouth, that yeah. was awesome. And then the Mad Hatter yeah. just laughs at him. Yeah. Because <laughs> all he knows he's fucked, dude. He's like, okay. He's like, I'm about four foot 11. Um, I just he's got crazy, dude. shit kicked out of me. In mm. some ways, the Mad Hatter is the most sane villain because he just fully accepts that he's, he put it in his name. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Tetch, is a, Tetch is a roughed up guy. It's like we said at the beginning, nobody that's in a cult says they're in a cult. Nobody that's mad thinks they're mad. He's the only one that does think he's mad, so maybe he's the well, only I same mean, one. It's why it's the Joker. The Joker openly admits that. Yeah, and the Joker's the, the Santa Claus bit, like the Joker. Oh, God, yeah. Dude, the guy that does the voice acting he's playing for the, the Joker. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's the Grinch in that house. It's like, oh, my God. I was like, he's singing the Grinch song. Like... Did the Joker, speaking of voice actors and the Joker, mm -hmm. um, the Joker fucking knocked it out. He did a great job of uh, doing, I feel like every animated mm -hmm. Joker that's smart tries to do Mark Hamill, basically. Mm -hmm. Or at least a variation of it. Yeah. And this guy definitely, he did a really good job mm -hmm. of it. Do you know who voices uh, the Joker in this movie? I do not. Okay. Well, you're not going to know his name. I didn't know his name either, but I looked him up is a guy named Troy Baker. He has Good. voiced Jason Todd and the Red Hood in Arkham Knight. Wow. He was wow. a Joel from The Last of Us, even though ne neither of us are Sony yeah. PlayStation guys. I know that a yeah, lot of people no. are fans of that. And that came out when zombies were real big. I was burned out as hell on zombies and infected. He's voiced Batman before in a Lego Batman game. And ah, makes sense. He has voiced... Batman in a movie that came out four days ago. A new animated movie. What's the new animated movie? It is called Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. And it is about uh, basically uh, Damian Wayne and uh, Jonathan Kent fucking uh, getting into some shit. Apparently Damian Wayne's supposed to be gay in the comic. Really? Didn't yeah, I didn't know. See, I, I could know. see, I could see Damian Wayne not being. Uh, I didn't. I like. I did. Well, how? At what point? How old is Damian he's Wayne? Way too, he's way too chauvinistic. I mean, like, isn't that the ultimate chauvinistic thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like women so much. I'm sleep with them. Like, nah. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> sleep with them. <laughs> like, but I was gonna say, Damian Wayne. If that was the case, to me, he seems like he would just be asexual because I like he doesn't seem like he's fucking interested in people at all. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that came out four days ago, and I was like, oh, that seems like that could be cool. And basically, I started looking into that. Like, basically, uh, Superman. I don't know if that's where what happens in the movie, but in the comic books, Superman basically leaves and he goes back to war world at one point to uh oh, fight he, yeah, a new mongol who's mongol's son yeah i thought that was interesting i looked into that for a little bit mongol i forgot about that guy Mongol, yeah Old that was a really cool shirt, one, gray bucket on the head gets his shit kicked in oh boy does he oh <laughs> uh, this is weird my mouse just disappeared mm-hmm no, I mean, like, literally, my cursor is gone. I can see it moving around. Hmm. Like, I can see... This is you're, weird. It's, it's, it's hovering over, but you can't see the actual... Yes. Yeah. See, That's... you should just do what I do and switch your cursor to the Age of Empires sword. 
and it never disappears. Hang on one second, because I might freeze you on accident. Ooh, that should be interesting. Guess okay, I should wait, be glad I'm is. not your stepbrother. I fixed it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it went away again. Okay. And we're back. All right. Are you moving still? Yes. Yeah, right, I should good. be. So, um, yeah, speaking of voice actors, do you know who voices Batman in this movie? Because you I do. do. Not, I, I, I hate when you say I do when you know I fucking don't. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, well, relax, what I dude. mean is you know who this person okay, is. Okay, we'll say that. <laughs> it is not as fun to say it the way that you want me to say it. The guy Ooh. that voices Batman, I'm just going to tell you now because we're not having fun here. <laughs> Dean from Supernatural. Really? Yes. Hmm. Okay. I'm not a fan of that show, but I knew you would be, so I wrote that down. Hey, that show was good. I mean, there were some definite parts that were like, eh. Hey, but number of people that watched it definitely supports that over my opinion. So just not for me. When I was looking into voice actors in this movie, because I was thinking about the whole thing about um, Mark Hamill being sort of like the uh, definitive Joker, in my opinion, just like Kevin Conroy is the definitive Batman. Yeah. I went and wondered when was the last time Mark Hamill had voiced the Joker. So I went to look for it. And do you know what I found? Probably the Batman Beyond movie. They have rebooted a show. There's a show now called Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. And Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy were in a Scooby-Doo episode as Batman and the Joker in September 2019. Just like Adam West and uh, Cesar Romero. Ward. Yes. And the, the Joker, I think, is based off of Cesar Romero's, actually, I don't ah, think it, it's Mark Hamill joke, voicing yeah. it, but like, I'm like, oh man, I've got to go see Mark Hamill do Cesar Romero yeah, in dude. his voice. So, you know, they made Cesar Romero Joker canon, right? Yeah. There's three Jokers. Well, there's a bunch, but I know what you're talking about. No, there, there's only, there's only three. There's not a bunch. There's only three. No, there's a bunch of versions of the Joker. Oh, okay. I mean. You can't yeah, ever just say there's three versions in comic books, dude. In every, in every universe, there's three. There's the clown, there's the clown prince of crime. There's the comedian, and then there's the sadist. And Cesar Romero's the clown. In that episode of uh, Scooby Doo, and guess who? Where they go to see? At one point, apparently, Daphne says uh, she refers to an Uncle Alfie, and I was like, "Does that mean that Daphne?" Dinkley is related to Alfred Pennyworth. Daphne is, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a British name. Uh, when I think of Frasier, I think, uh, I was like, well, she was British. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Dang, yeah, yeah. so, uh, should HBO, they've just got a show come out called Pennyworth. It's about Alfred. Technically. Mm-hmm. We so could see Daphne. We could see Daphne <laughs> and Scooby and co. And if HBO hasn't jumped on that, then they just don't want to make money. <laughs> Today, the gang hangs out with Batman and Robin. Shaggy, why are you sweating bullets? <laughs> no reason. No reason at all, man. There was uh, some. There was a quote I saw from the episode that uh, was Batman. Uh, apparently, uh, Velma notices that. Um, 
that uh, someone was trying to hack the uh, Thomas Wayne or Bruce Wayne's money, essentially. And uh, what was it that like there was like a, I haven't seen the episode, obviously, but uh, fuck, where was it? Here we go. It was in somebody's review. Somebody, they gave the quote that Batman says on the phone. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Here we go. Where is it? Oh, here we go. It was very funny. Like when Shaggy and Scooby were jamming to Batman on hold ringtone. Apparently Batman has an on hold ringtone. Batman calling on the phone. Mrs. Dinkley, Velma, Shaggy haired guy, talking dog. <laughs> like Talking dog. And apparently uh, Scooby does a Batman impression. And I was like, I, I meant to look that up just to see if I could find it because I thought that would be funny to see. Indeed, right? I know some of their lines where they interacted with one another in Multiversus when you had Shaggy and uh, Batman in the same uh, match, which is one of the cooler things about Multiverses was that they would actually like talk to each other when they're... It's like Smash Bros. If they would like Mario and everybody would talk to each other basically. Mm -hmm. And like uh, one of Shaggy's moves is he pulls out a sandwich as a projectile that he can throw. And Batman, yeah. it's Kevin Conroy, of course. He's like, where do you keep pulling those sandwiches from? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, Shaggy, yeah, go ahead. You know, Shaggy being like super powerful is now canon. Yeah. Yeah, the sh Super Saiyan Shaggy meme is like, or Ultra yeah. Instinct Shaggy is a, is a is, thing. Is a real thing. They fucking love it, man. The internet <laughs> yeah, well, is a powerful thing. Is like, hey, yeah, stick him on the intro. <laughs> there you go. The internet gave us, uh, gave us Bodie McBoatface, and now it's yeah. given us Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Yep. What a time to be alive. Well, uh, what closing thoughts on um, on Batman: The Long Halloween in general, comic book movie. Whatever you got. Or any thoughts? Let me be honest, other than we pretty much got the most of it without ruining the comic for like people who want to read it. You know, like we you should definitely go read it. Oh yeah, you should definitely pick it up. And watch the movie. It's on HBO. We're not sponsored by HBO, but you should check it out. Both parts. Yeah. We don't have to be sponsored by people to say, hey, go look at this. Well, we want them to sponsor us. I don't care. Money. I don't want their. I don't want their money. Money good. Give money now. Money me now. <laughs> money. <laughs> Insert the Charlie's mom reading Charlie's ransom note. <laughs> Need money. Need money now. Money me. Money me now. <laughs> Charlie wrote that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because Dennis is a nasty bastard, man. <laughs> because Dennis is a bastard, man. <laughs> Dennis is asshole. Why Charlie hate? <laughs> you definitely wrote this one. one. Oh, I don't, I don't think, think I wrote that. You definitely <laughs> wrote this one, Charlie. <laughs> uh, or when Frank is in the uh, in the vents, he's crawling around in the vents, and he <laughs> finds Charlie's note. He's like, "Christ, the kid's an idiot." <laughs> if here you be. Danger time soon. When he comes on. Christ, the kid's an idiot. Uh, some of the glass bottles are, oh, I think you're in Charlie's bad room. Is what? 
Dude, he uh, should have pulled the gun on him in that episode. Yeah, that's when Charlie started to fall off for me, and they like had made him too complex. I don't like angry Charlie. I like Charlie back when he was like the rat smasher. Yeah, I don't like Charlie as this like tortured soul. Like, you know, Charlie Day. He's got a. He's got. He always has to be the center of attention. Which is why it's a good place to put him as Luigi. But God, please don't ruin Luigi. We'll see. Dude, it's a video game movie. Once again, very few of those are good. Very few. You can always have hope. You, I want to you know, see Donkey Kong. I want to see Donkey Kong and um, and Bowser fucking ripping bongs, though. Right. <laughs> Jack Black and fucking Seth Rogen. Yeah, dude. Because technically they are both villains originally. I'm pretty sure that's why Donkey Kong's going to be in the movie in some capacity, or that they'll yeah, because he, he's an old Mario villain. If not, the, I think he's, he's the, the first original Mario, Mario villain. Yeah, he is. You're he exactly is the right. That's simple as ladder game. Also, and this is not what everybody wants to hear. And to be clear, I'm 100 percent on the side of give me the voice actors over the uh, the Hollywood names. Yeah. But if you remember the Super Mario show. Mario and Luigi did have Brooklyn accents originally. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm fine with if that's the trying to sound they're trying to go for. But that's not like, what they're going for. I don't oh, think. No, I, th- no. I Chris, just think Chris Pratt had no shot at doing an actual Mario voice. No. no. I'm hoping that whoever, like, whoever, like, uh, Miyamoto is just, like, over at, it's, it's Miyamoto, right? Yeah. Yeah, Miyamoto, um. He's sitting there. He's like, "Who, who get? Oh, I can't do that. Who get? He's like, seriously, who gave this guy the okay? Like, who said this guy is all right to do this? You fired. Get out of here now, nah, dude. Unfortunately, <laughs> shot. unfortunately, I'll bet you he's on the side of like, because isn't he the one that was like, he doesn't get a choice at this point. The Chris ball Pratt. is rolling. He's so cool. <laughs> like, I know that was the guy that said it on the Nintendo Direct, but like, yeah. Um, speaking of, man, there was something that I was gonna pick a bone with you about. Oh, oh, better be careful. It wasn't even an Alakazam that you destroyed my car for. I realized after I listened to that later on, it was a fucking Kadabra. It was an Alakazam, Lee. It was a Kadabra, I thought. No, it was an Alakazam. I thought it was a Kadabra, and I said Alakazam on accident because when I heard that later on, I was like, son of a bitch. I said the wrong Pokemon. It would be dude, more forgivable. I'm going to be it, honest, dude. It was one of the two. It doesn't really matter. That's true. I agree. But if you're going to go for it, a fucking Kadabra is more worth... I mean, an Alakazam would be more worth it than a Kadabra. That means yeah. somebody traded it. Anyways, yeah. that's not really that good of a callback, but... um. I did want to tell you that. Um, I, I don't really have any closing. We've sort of got all the thoughts out about the long Halloween as well. Um, the bit about the, um, to me, like I said, it really seemed like the escalation, as you put it, in the reference from the uh, Christopher Nolan movies, uh, from regular, just like Al, not Alfredo, that's uh, the reference from uh, uh, The Godfather. Like, which these movies very much have because it's very much got the, like, the mob influence from 
the Falcones and the Maronis and the, their like gang war. But mm -hmm. um, whatever his name is, I can't remember it all of a sudden. It's not Alfredo. It's uh, the son, the one that uh, Alberto. Al Alberto. He like Keep calling you a, a, di a pasta dish. Uh, yeah. Um, he basically references. Which is he's Italian. I think that's racistly. I think that's racist. If you're going to call him Alfredo. No, Fredo is the name of the character <laughs> in The Godfather that basically is. Um, because the, the guy that wrote The Long Halloween based some of the uh, Falcones off of people from The Godfather. Yeah. And that's the son that is like in the shadow. Um, I've never actually seen The Godfather, so it's a good movie. It's too goddamn long. <laughs> it's long. It's supposed to be like uh, the classic. I just have never watched it, dude. It's it's. But it talks thing. about that escalation to what his dad calls the freaks. But he's like, but people are gonna remember me, which actually works out for Gilda, mm -hmm. the wife of uh, Harvey Dent, because she's like. Hey, at the end of the comic, do you know what's cool about, uh, so I told you earlier that um, Gilda Dent, that's her name in the movie and in the comic yeah. book. In the animated series, her name is Grace. The guys that wrote the comic book, Batman the Long Halloween, also did later on a Daredevil story. And as a reference, they put Gilda Dent in their comic book in the Marvel universe, she lives in uh, Hell's Kitchen and is hiding out, which is what they said basically where she went after to to basically hide uh, because she's a murderer, so she would never get caught. And she goes by the name Grace, which was her name in the animated universe. So I thought that was cool. Just oh, across so we, the streets. You know, also, another thing we forgot to mention, Gilda in the movie was married to Alberto and had his yes. kids, and then they aborted her baby essentially. Which I thought was interesting because the Godfather, like, yeah, like he said. Uh, yeah, family's all the most important thing. And then he turns around and does that shit. When his son falls in love and does the right thing because he finds out she's pregnant. So he's like, well, I say the right thing. That's not always the right thing. Like, uh, babies are not wedding rings, people. But Engagement rings, Lee. Engagement. It's the same thing. <laughs> One just means you didn't ever actually get married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a potential, though. But if you're going to do that, which is more often than not the right thing to do, probably. Mm -hmm. Like, if you were going to try to say what the right thing to do was. I think it's, like, funny that the guy, like you said, who's the family man. Everything's about family. Carmine Falcone, who, by the way, never even acknowledges. He's going to flush that shit. <laughs> never even acknowledges his bastard child. Yeah. Um, in either movie that we see her in, because we see that in the Batman the as way, well. I don't know if that's the case in the comics because they never say anything with Catwoman in that. I don't think like so. She's she's there, but the question is why? Uh, like, she's uh, No, I got the implication that she was just a, a villain at that point. They were showing her a villain because Batman's like, yeah. you're here too? Who so are you on? And she's like, I'm same on the same side. Always, always. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think they, they did that in the comic books too. Yeah, and in the comics, she doesn't know who he is. Who? So, uh, Catwoman, she doesn't know who Batman is. Right, right. Well, that's because they're doing the whole new, not new Earth, but whatever it is shit where Selena and Bruce are just like fucking like they know everything. Well, yeah, Selena, Selena dated Bruce for a while. And she when she saw that Poison Ivy was taking advantage of him, 
she went to save him. Because it took her three months to figure that shit out. Not in the comics, though. Comics, she got she caught on pretty quickly. It's still it took, uh, it, a it few went months. From, it was like it was. I think it's a month. It's from Valentine's Day to St. Patrick's Day, which I think is only a month. Yeah, that is a month. That is a month. Yeah, and Wayne had only like allowed him to start moving money into his bank, which he then reversed as aware he was actually giving away assets in the movie. That's the same thing, basically, though. Uh, no, he was he was letting you park your money in one place and giving away assets are very different, I think. No, he was taking the money either way. They were, they were using it to get money because he that was the first time he had to employ freaks was when he had to get uh, mm-hmm. Poison Ivy and, like you said in the comic, Riddler. Although I do love the fact that the entire Falcone family just died. Oh, like, yeah. man, and speaking of Falcone family, mm-hmm. Sophia Falcone. In the movie, going full yeah. Scarface, that was oh, awesome. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome, dude. Fucking penguin pulling out a fucking bazooka and shooting it at her from oh, underneath yeah. Solomon Grundy's legs. Yeah, the Solomon Grundy scene in both the comic and in the uh, the movie, fucking cool Speaking, as shit. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I saw a thing the other day, or not the other day, it was a couple months ago, where they said, you know, Flash really cares about his villains. Where, you know, it's like one of his villains is sitting there at the bar. Yeah, he is one right. now. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he is now because he got caught stealing all that shit. Um, it did not plead guilty. Dumbass. Uh, no, he did plead guilty. Him. No, I thought he didn't. No, no, you're right. He pled it. not guilty. Excuse me. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Might cost him 26 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. How cool, like, both in the, uh, both in the, in the comic, comic. and yeah. in the movie and comic. Batman has Thanksgiving with Solomon Grundy. Yeah. You cannot say Batman does not care about his fucking villains. Dude, of course he does. Like, dude, the whole reason he wants him in Argus is he wants him to get better. He doesn't want them to be like, you know, the way they are all the time. Like, because if they stop being the way they are and he doesn't have to be the way he is anymore. Right. The Solomon Grundy scenes in general were good. I liked the the Two-Face going down there and, like, realizing that, like, oh, can you, the whole question of can you live, die and live a second life. Mm-hmm. Solomon Grundy speaking only on uh, Born on a Monday in the movie. That was great. Mm-hmm. Fucking also, by the way, great Halloween villain. Like, fucking he's, giant he's, zombie fucking he's a tank. Real zombie. Lives under the sewers. You know what? The movie... When he goes into the sewers, the music, if you go back and listen to it, mad mm-hmm. Undercity vibes. It sounds like just like the Undercity music to me. I'm going to say, well, there's about three villains that are in the sewers. Killer Croc, Solomon That's Grundy, who I thought it was going to be at first. I forgot. And He's like, I know what's... Uh, the only the difference racking. between you and me is I know what's down here. I was like, oh, shit. And then I realized it was Grundy and not Croc. Yeah. Oh, man. In fucking uh, Arkham... I think it was in Arkham Asylum was the first time you see you have the the it, it definitely in Arkham City when you go into the sewers and you have uh, to jump around like yeah, killer the Killer Croc scene. That was awesome. Yeah. And he's hilarious in the uh, it was a big rock. <laughs> on the, yeah. The animated series. Yeah, dude. Fucking A, man. I thought yeah. it was crazy, though. The crime lord. Uh, wouldn't let his kid have a kid out of wedlock, but he was just okay with fucking murder. flushing the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like, I wouldn't no, call no, it I was murder. Talking about like, I was talking about in the comic, he was okay with him being the holiday killer, 
He's like, if you can just admit to just killing uh, Maroney, yeah, yeah, Maroney. He's like, I can get you off. <laughs> it's clearly only what works convenient for you, Carmine. Like, yep. So that's the moral standard. It's whatever is most useful for you. Like, yeah, the penguin always gets the best lines. <laughs> On guard, you sanctimonious shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He does. There's a really cool scene at the very end of the comic book that you don't get in the movie. In the movie, they did it, like you said, where she's burning the stuff that she would put on as the holiday killer, except Batman is standing right there watching her burn evidence and like, can you promise me that you're going to be good now? And then he just lets her go. Um, in the comic books, again, they don't even... Jim Gordon and Batman have to be told by Two-Face that you know there was a second one, right? Like, and Batman thinks that the second one is Harvey Dent and that the other one they've already caught. Uh, what's his name? Mm -hmm. I was going to call him Alfredo again, but um, Alberto. But Gilda says that when she was, like, designing the character, the Holiday Killer, she mm -hmm. made it so that Batman would think that it was someone more extreme. Extra, yeah, extra, extraordinary. Ex extraordinary, and not her, and it worked. Yeah, but it only worked because Dent started covering for her. Well, that helped. That's what Dude, threw Batman she had off. A DA. Because that's and what threw Batman off. DA, Batman's best friend. One of our that's one what of threw Batman friends. off, absolutely. Because when he yeah. goes to find, when he finds the guns in the basement, the one that uh, yeah. Gordon his, gave him. His first assumption is it's Harvey Dent. And he talks he to her, and it's like, oh man, that's such great detective shit. I mean, as far as stories go, because it's like, She's right there. And there's another scene in the comic books that you don't get in the movie where she's in Jim Gordon's house. Like after, um, after Harvey has gone missing and like Jim, well, he goes by her house in the movie to, to like on Halloween, I think like, uh, but she's mm -hmm. in his house in the comic book. So they're both that close mm -hmm. to one of the holiday killers and they never even realize it. And it's just like a creepy scene at the end of yeah. the comic books because she's just like... Because the serial like, killer sitting right there. And she says, I believe in Harvey Dent, which I thought yeah. was cool as well. I um, believe in Batman. And Batman believes in Gotham. Actually, he says, I believe in Batman. In the movie, at the beginning, yeah, yeah, in the he, movie, says, he says, I believe, I believe in, in Gotham. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, everybody believes but in everybody. Comic, Jim Gordon says, I believe in Gotham. Bruce Wayne says, I believe in Batman. And everybody Gilda believes says, in believe everybody, but I believe in you and you need to believe in yourself. Well, I guess we'll see him. Same bat time. Same, same bat, bat place. I was that's... trying to, to get it wrong on purpose. I didn't realize I just didn't catch it. I'm sorry. I'm bad sometimes. <laughs>